Welcome to all visitors from across the universe. You are listening to Across the Universe, the Chicks with Accents podcast. Hola, I'm Sofia. I blog at Returning Videotapes from Portugal, and I'll be hosting this Oscar special episode, which is now a tradition of ours. So joining me today are, as always, my fellow Chicks with Accents. They are Nick, who blogs at Being Norma Jean from India. Hello, Nick. How are you? Hello, namaste. I'm good. Yay. And... Getter, who blogs at Metal Ray Movie Blog from Estonia. Hi, Getter. Hey, hi. Um, today we have, like I said, a special episode. It's the Oscar um, episode and it's a post-ceremony one. So we're going to be talking about the nominees and the winners and the ceremony and all that fun stuff. Being a, probably a long episode, we're not going to have a uh, special feature that, that we usually do, which is the interesting movie of the fortnight. So we're going to jump right in to the uh, discussion on this year's Oscars right after this trailer from a fellow member of the Lamb Podcasting Network. This podcast is a proud member of the Lamb Podcasting Network. Find the network at largeassmovieblogs.com. All right, guys. So we need to record our top three reasons why you should listen to French Toast Sunday podcast. Number three should definitely be our diverse opinions. Number two should probably be our top three lists that we do every week. No, it's got it's to be Mark Wahlberg. What about Gwyneth Paltrow's head? It's got to be fighting the sadness in the swamp of sadness. Full frontal. Stories about being lost at sea. Brendan Fraser being underground. Helen Mirren's boobs. Baltimore accents as heard in The Wire. Underclaws. Crepes. Character studies. Wait, 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 guys. What about movies? No. Tree rape. Hmm. Tree rape? Yeah, I like tree Tune in every Friday for a new episode of French Toast Sunday podcast brought to you by us at FrenchToastSunday.com. Clothing made out of Burger King wrappers. <laughs> okay, so as I said, we're going to be talking about the Oscars, the 2019 Oscars that were held last Sunday. Um, did you watch the ceremony live? Yes. No. Woke up at 6 a.m. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Mm, never. Yeah, I, I, I used to watch actually, but not this year. It's in the middle of the night for us. Exactly. Yeah, it starts yeah. at 1 a.m. Yeah. So that's the thing about time zones, I guess. They shouldn't yeah. do it on a Saturday, though, shouldn't they? I mean, yeah. yeah. Never understood the thing for a Sunday. Uh, ceremony but anyway I didn't either I did went to an event um, just kind of a weird thing they do here with celebrities uh, we have our own red carpet and they comment on the the nominees okay like there's the TV is there and it's a whole event like a cocktail and then a movie one of the nominees and things it's a bit ridiculous because it makes no sense because uh, <laughs> it's not our Oscars <laughs> 
<laughs> but they do it, and I went this year, and I think they live streamed the ceremony. But I just came home after watching the movie. I picked the favorite, and I just came home because it was Sunday, and I had to work the next day. So it makes no sense. Um, but anyway, I didn't. I didn't see it live either. Although there weren't any surprise moments this year, so there there was one. Which one? The actress. What happened? There's no one. Everyone thought, well, let's get to it. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. No, I, yeah. I thought I was thinking more like uh, mixing not, up not, the, the winners, yeah. you know. It's never, it's never going to happen. And the only time it happened, I missed it. <laughs> I was I never the worst. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Um, should we talk about the ceremony first uh, or just go Yeah. Through? Like, there's yeah, not a lot to say, right? I mean, it was a different one because there was no host. There was the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I did like the start. I thought it was going to be a really fun ceremony. Then it just kind of went as a normal one. But when Tina Fey and Amy Poehler and Maya Rudolph came out, they, they were are hilarious. The best. They are the best. I didn't like how it started because I didn't want to see Adam Lambert singing Queen songs. Oh. It was like... <laughs> It was weird. It was just weird. I wanted like, like it's just, it became, if you watched the ceremony, like I saw through like an ABC streaming service. So it was showing me the ads mm -hmm. that were being shown to the American public and stuff like that. Right. And like, even in that, there was like, there were like so many queen themed ads. Really? Again, like there was, yeah, there was an American Idol ad which in which they sang all the songs and literally like if you were, so the best thing about watching it live now for me is just the tweets mm -hmm. um yeah it's just because you know everything is technically out of context if you then read it later on right but then all these <laughs> things are like they're like the oscars are making me hate queen you know it was, it was just I like know. so it was like there was like it was too much like they just relied on it a lot so that was a bit annoying but i really i The, all the presenters, most of the presenters were like good. Mm -hmm. um, they had like nice, nice pairings and stuff. I really loved. Uh, obviously, I loved um, Maya Rudolph and Amy Poehler and Tina Fey because yeah. they are awesome. Um, I also really liked uh, Melissa McCarthy and Brian Tyler Henry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, and I, I weirdly really loved John Bellini and Aquafina. Like, I just like the suits and I like their energy together. Yes. Um, and then there was James McAvoy. Um, there was just, like, there were nice presenters. Some of it was weird, like Barbara Streisand doing Black Klansman and, like, mm -hmm. Amanda Stelberg and that some senator person doing Green Book, which isn't, like... I mean, I haven't watched it, but what I can understand is it does not do race right. Mm -hmm. So it's weird <laughs> that they got like very outspoken activists yeah. presenting it. Um, but otherwise, it was it was good. It was like I like it was not, it was surprisingly good. I do you know I just I don't like when people like give out like pizza and like those random like Jimmy yeah. Kimmel stuff. But I a good host is still good. My standard will always be Hugh Jackman. Oh yeah, I had I had loved that ceremony that was the best but like but they, they they did they did good the presenters were good so that was nice mm. it was Gera what, what did you think 
I, I only watched a few clips of, of the things that I like read about that were good. So mm-hmm. I, I, I saw Melissa McCarthy bit. That was funny. Uh, I saw the song twice. Yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, and then the whole drama, like the love triangle and online was actually like, it was funny to me, but then it got like, like stop it, people. It's enough. Yeah. Uh, and then I watched, I think I watched it for like 10 times. And then I ventured into the Olivia Coleman world for a while. Yes. I watched her acceptance speech and then I watched Goodbye. the, yeah, her entire acceptance speech during the, uh, award season. And yeah. I just love her. Like, so good. Yeah. She, she would be a perfect host. Like she would mess <laughs> up and nobody would care and, and yeah. weird things and everybody would be like, Oh, Olivia. <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, yeah, she, she is like, yeah. And that, that was really good. I watched a few of the, um, post, um, uh, you know, they have the interviews behind. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I watched a few of those. Yeah. I felt that when, um, uh, shallow one, uh, there were like three guys in Lady Gaga and all the questions for, uh, were for Lady Gaga, which was kind of like, dude, like, like seriously, like other people worked on it. Like, yeah. It felt- yeah, it felt a little sad, like, the guys. Yeah. yeah. It was, the other really great moment was uh, Samuel Jackson and Spike Lee. Oh. That was hilarious. That was so funny. I The moment it ended, I started looking for the clip again on the internet, just, like, mm-hmm. to hear Samuel L. Jackson's laugh. Like, <laughs> it was so cute. It was so cute. But yeah, that was that was like really. So it had like I, it was an overall. I think it was like there were some shitty awards and stuff. But overall, I also one thing I did like, but it's not like a, it's not a this year thing they do it. Is when I I hate it when they cut off the mic when people are speaking. Yes, uh, that's, that too. That's it's the worst. Don't do that. It's really annoying. Yeah, yeah, that happened one. Um, yeah, but I thought so too. I thought it was a really nice ceremony, actually. Um, at least there weren't any of those silly moments that we don't really like, as we said. And yeah. it was fast enough. Um, yeah. And it was funny. Like, the, the jokes can come from the presenters as well. So I thought it had a nice rhythm. And yeah, I liked it. I agree. They couldn't screw it up too badly because n- no one was doing anything. So okay. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Um, Okay, so let's just go into uh, discussing the nominees and winners. Yes. Yeah, all right. Okay, so we're going to follow the order of the ceremony itself uh, for the categories that we're going to be talking about. Um, And we're going to skip a few like uh, live action, short film and documentary short subjects because these are categories where none of us have seen um, any of the nominees, so there's not really a point in, in discussing it. Okay, um, so let's start with Best Supporting Actress. And um, so I'm going to say that again because I'm going to follow the name of the categories in my thing and not the film experience one. Okay, so where is it? Actress in a Supporting Role, yes. Okay, so let's start with Actress in a Supporting Role. And we had uh, Amy Adams for Vice, Marina de Tavira for Roma, uh, Regina King for If Bill Street Could Talk, Emma Stone for The Favourite, and Rachel Weisz for The Favourite. 
and Regina King won. Now, none of us have seen If Beale Street Could Talk, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I started it, but I didn't finish. She looked good in it, though. It seemed like it could be a good um, thing. Yeah. What else do you have to say? I really liked Amy Adams in Vice. I love, I love everyone from The Favourite. Yes, um, and obviously yeah. Emma Stone and Rachel Weisz were really good. Yeah. I feel I, like, for me, like, I just saw The Favourite today. Emma Stone felt like the, act, like the main actor. Like that. Yeah. yeah. Like she didn't feel as a supporting actress. I think Olivia Pullman was more supporting role. Not, not, yeah, none of them were... I, I, it was more like all of them were leads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's sort but of... Then, yeah, yeah. But then that was like, that's the whole, you know, the, that's the whole Oscar award thing that they do where they put leads as supporting to get more chances. Yeah. So, so, but, but like, I, I really love those. Two. I like, I really, I was really happy about the Marina mm-hmm. something. The Davida. Her, yeah. Her yeah. nomination too, because it was like, it's, it's interesting when like Oscar goes for like the less Beatty roles. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because you know, like you are, you expect certain people to always be nominated, and when they don't do it, it's it's interesting to me. So that was like a cool nomination, but like I, I haven't seen that's the only I haven't seen Regina King, so I don't know. But like I really liked her speech. Her speech was good. Yes, it was. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I, next, wait, sorry. I think that, like in, in a sense, Emma Stone should have won mm-hmm. based on. The fact that she was really, really, really good. I think she was better than the role she won before. I, th- I, for me, honestly, I liked Rachel Weisz more. But then Rachel Weisz, says, it's so, it's, it's such a good, it's such a Rachel Weisz role. Like I can't imagine yeah. anyone else. You know, like Emma Stone is more inspired casting, I would say. Yeah. Rachel Weisz is like made for a role like that. So I know. it was. I'm, yeah, I'm partial to Rachel Weisz too because I have a huge crush on her. I know <laughs> for many, many Same. years. I just Same. think she's brilliant. Um, so I probably go with that one too. And it was a very surprising character. I thought it took a nice turn there. Anyway, the yeah. whole movie was great. Um, okay, so next documentary feature. Now, Free Solo one, and that's what you saw, Getter. Uh, yes. But we also had Hale County this morning, this evening, Mining the Gap of Fathers and Sons and RBG. So, Gather, you can start. You saw the winner. I, uh, I just uh, finished it uh, an hour ago or so. Um, I did not know what I was walking into that like that much because uh one of my co-workers had seen it and he, he was saying that it's a really good movie it's about a guy who lives off of like very little things he just lives in a van uh and he climbs and he climbs without any ropes any safety and there is like a rock i, I forgot where it was in, in somewhere in america and it's pretty much unclimbable without uh having like rope and so on mm-hmm. but uh he decides to take on the challenge and then just the film focuses on him climbing that rock and it like literally the one of the directors of the film you can see him in the end filming and he doesn't even look at a camera he's like i can't watch this 
like and that's how you feel during the movie when you finally starts to climb and then just it's a really good movie so i think it deserves to win good i only i've only seen a couple of documentaries from last year both of which which were really like critically revered too um i would have really liked there was this one called shockers which is also on netflix Mm-hmm. uh which but it's like it's i can imagine it not being cuz they also didn't never nominated stories we tell cuz it's mm-hmm. like those are like documentaries that sort of question documentaries yeah <laughs> like you know like they they explored the idea itself of it so which is like maybe too meta <laughs> for, yeah, yeah. for Oscars But I really do want to watch Free Solo, even though I think I will terrify me because I'm scared of heights. Oh, um, uh, uh, it will terrify anyone. I yeah, say. sounds crazy. Okay. <laughs> it does. But he has a really like a very different mindset, and it's very interesting from like psychological pr- perspective as well. Mm-hmm. So it's a very uh, well-made documentary for for any for mm-hmm. anyone, really. I think. All right. Okay. Okay, next up we have makeup and hairstyling. Um and nominees were Border, Mary Queen of Scots and Vice which won. Um have you seen any of these? I've seen Mary oh. Queen of Scots. Yeah, oh. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't expecting it. it this it feels like a 2019 movie for me. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I think uh, I saw it. beginning of this year yeah because it just premiered here yeah, yeah. so yeah so uh, what did you think i i, mean, I like it but like there was this i think because they were nominated because of this one scene where margot robbie uh i'm doing question mark like the quotation marks because looked ugly is not what oh. you would say about margot robbie because she still looked pretty okay yeah <laughs> you can't you can't make her ugly <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, uh, but they like she had like this disease or something, and it was um, it still looked like very uh, different uh, because she was a queen who's who's had like a a lot of makeup always on and and this like weird little white face style. Yeah, that so, sounds yeah. very racist, but that's what it was. No, it but, was like the porcelain thing. It just yeah, yeah, powder. powder. Yeah. powder it was like yeah but i don't know i haven't seen vice so i can't say yeah no vice looked really good i mean obviously it's a more realistic approach um yeah so but i thought it was actually really good and there were a lot of well-known people um in it dick cheney obviously i'm talking politicians bush and everything so i thought it was actually uh very very well done in how they aged a lot of the actors Amy Adams for example just her hands and everything and uh, obviously Christian Bale was unrecognizable <laughs> almost so i probably deserved it yes Nick any thoughts no i haven't seen any of None these either. and I, i genuinely cannot remember any movie from last year where the makeup stood out. I'm sure there are, yeah, but I can't remember right now. Same, same. I mean, besides these ones. I don't even know what Border is. Border is a... It's, it's, a, it's a foreign film. Oh. Yeah, it's a Danish, Danish yeah. film or something. I yeah. think so. It's supposed to be like... It's, it's supposed to have really amazing 
um, makeup stuff in it. But it mm-hmm. I have seen a poster. It looks really, really different. Like there's like the main characters who look uh, different than regular humans, and there's like the supernatural thing going on. And, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. It looks interesting. You'd think the wigs in uh, Bohemian Rhapsody would get some love here. I would have been so angry if that Keith, that Keith won. I would have been so angry. But then, to be fair, it should have won over Rami Malek. So let's get over that. Let's get okay. there. Okay. Let me tell you, buddy, there's a faster gun coming over yonder. When tomorrow comes Let me tell you, buddy And it won't be long Till you find yourself singing Your last cowboy song up keeping with the uh, styling we have costume design and let me find here it is so the nominees were the ballad of buster scruggs uh the favorite mary poppins returns mary queen of scots and black panther who won um oh good yeah interesting that it won usually sometimes it goes to those uh, period pieces so you'd think yeah something like the favorite or mary queen of yeah, scots would yeah, win no, no. yeah i i love i would love it when modern day stuff win mm-hmm. especially like you know and and it was like i like i just rewatched black panther for the first time too yeah and it's it, yeah and like it is like it is like a really solid film and everything mm. adds to it So mm-hmm. obviously, I'm really glad that it won. It reminds me of when, like, you know, when Mad Max had won. Because mm-hmm. it's like, thank mm-hmm. God. Like, give it to, like, more riskier things. Yeah, I get that. I mean, I do have a very unpopular opinion about Black Panther. Um, okay. You know, but, uh, I, I'm slightly agreeing because it's not my favorite of the Marvel, so. Yeah. Yeah. But I, but yeah. maybe I'll rewatch it sometime, like you said. No, but it's not, it's not that. But like, just like the clothing and what yeah, they yeah. did with it yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. That is cool. Yeah, I would say like it. It also does like from makeup point of view. Also, like they had like all those. Uh, you know, they did. The, the, like, even like something like Michael B. Jordan's, yeah. um, you know, like his body and stuff like that. Exactly. So yeah, yeah. could have been nominated for that too. Yeah. Well. Okay, next we have production design, and nominees were The Favourite, First Man, Mary Poppins Returns, Roma, and Black Panther, who again won the the Oscar. So, yeah. that was cool too. That was cool too, yeah. I think. They, I, I mean, I, yeah. You continue. But no, I, when, I, when I saw the film, I was expecting to see a little bit more of the, the city. Uh, what was it yeah. called? Uh, Wakanda. Wakanda. Yeah, Wakanda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I thought some bits were a bit lacking there, actually, in terms mm. of production. Um, yeah. But the more advanced uh, scientific 
parts were interesting. First Man was cool too, actually, although it's yeah. more historically accurate. So it's like, you know, like also Roma, because he literally built that whole neighborhood. Neighborhood, yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, that is like spectacular, but like, that would have been in a more under like I think Black Panther was too flashy and like I didn't talk about it in the previous both the winners were like really historic and they both gave great speeches especially the for the production design like I got I teared up yes. a bit shoot mm-hmm. yeah yes. like they gave really really because there were like some really lack like weird speeches that had happened till then like people just kept talking or didn't know what to say which was a bit awkward like I get it like it's a it's the Oscars but it was also like a bit awkward to watch, but they <laughs> gave. Was, I yeah. think, I think like the raw. I think really great Oscar speeches mm-hmm. are the ones in which, like, obviously you thank people, but you should say something of value for like people who want to win Oscars one day. Yeah, like I think those are the ones that stick with you. Um, you know, like there should be like the one line which like leaves an impact. So I think they had those, especially the production design. She did that thing, no, like my good, my good is, my best is good enough, mm-hmm. which is like really nice. Mm-hmm. I wanted to um, add about both of the Black Panther uh, win- wins that the other nominations um, were pulling from history, but with Black Panther, I think history as well as imagination played a big part. Because yeah. they were creating a world that didn't exist and they were creating these tribes that didn't exist. And I think that like these both wins show that imagination is also like, a huge part of films. Not yeah. like creating Mary Scott of England based on historic events and creating a whole street based on what used to be uh, mm-hmm. in, in Roma. So I feel like that's why these both wins are really amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that makes Afro, sense. Afro, Afro-punk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have a yeah. lot of it that way. Makes me feel a bit, bit better. <laughs> 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 All right. So next we have cinematography, and the nominees were Cold War, The Favorite, Never Look Away, A Star is Born, and Roma, The Winner. Yes. Nick. I, I, I mean, it was, I don't, I mean, I get get it, like, I don't know if you saw it on a big screen or a small screen. Small screen. Um, small screen, right? But, like, so I watched it during Mommy, and, like, you know, like, it, it was sweeping. There was no other word for it. There were, like, the cinematography was just sweeping, and it, it was... It was, I love Black and White too. I haven't seen Cold War, I really wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, but just, it was just, it was just, it was crisp and it was sweeping. And like the lap, you know, like there's that one big scene. There are two big scenes, cinematography wise, and they do literally like take you over. So, I mean, at least that's what it felt like to me and like the people I watched it with. So, I, it was, I thought it was, amazing I, I i'm very i'm very happy with that win i don't know like director i'm not so sure i don't know i don't think the best director of last year was even nominated so that's my thing but um yeah the cinematography i have like no complaints mm. uh, well yeah for me it's like eh, like, like I, I didn't like roma in, in case uh <laughs> 
I was wondering, but uh, I, I'm like glad it won uh, at least something. But I'm, I'm more surprised about the fact that there are three foreign films. Yeah. Was is that like normal? I'm, I'm, I'm like no, it's not normal. out. Not normal. Yeah, I think that's like pretty awesome. Uh, yeah. Self, like I haven't seen neither Cold War or Never Look Away, but that, now I'm actually curious because, for me, having a European movie in in such a big category is like what? Like, yeah. that's, that's amazing. Um, I hope next year maybe an Estonian film will make such a big pl- splash because. <laughs> Like, literally, my mom went to see it before yeah. me, and she called me, and she was like, oh, my God, it's so bad. But, but yeah, like, yay for European movies. That's yeah. what I have yeah. to say. Like, horror movies, that's great. But the favorite was amazing. I, I absolutely loved it. And um, yeah. it's if, for me, the choice of, of some of the fish lens uh, scenes in favorite was, oh, like... Yeah. It was a bit of a headache. If you were standing too yeah, but, close to the to the, <laughs> to the screen, <laughs> like yeah, I was it, in that it, tiny room, but yeah, yeah but he uh, like he likes to uh, sort of, of play, he plays with it. Everything is different. Like yeah, it's, it's a game. So dis- yeah, it's so different from like if mm-hmm. you watch Killing of a Sacred Deer. Yeah. yeah, you know. So, but it was I like I found it really fun. The cinematography of it, like it was yeah. it was it was so whack so fun yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like it was like when Roma feels like it's very by the book and very uh strict on rules favorite is like the opposite of that like sort of like yeah. testing yeah. testing the waters but like great for Alfonso um, like yeah. are there any other movies that are not here that you think should be here in cinematography there was for me that was burning Mm-hmm. And uh, Annihilation. Okay. And I also loved. Well, I love this movie called in in what was it called? Shit, Journey into the Night. But I'm not sure if like it had. If that so, I think I spoke about it, right? Like it was like yes. a one hour three D movie, which is. I mean, it's insane. That that was just like nuts. They don't ever like for, if they gave stuff like that. They would have given it to that movie Victoria, right? Mm-hmm. They don't. So th- that would have been like really cool of the academy to acknowledge that. But those three were also like really up there for me, like cinematography wise. Mm-hmm. I, I for me, I think like that was completely maybe looked uh, away from was Hereditary. And I would put like that in maybe the cinematography category as well, because mm. like some of the imagery is still with me, and I saw that movie like months ago. Also, first performed. That, that, yeah, that was that was my my pick. Yeah, <clears throat> I thought so too. Because what do you think of something like A Star Is Born here? Um, yeah. it was I not. I have problems with Star Is Born's visuals. I think the visuals are a big problem for me. Yeah. For the movie. So I don't know. Like, I think cinema, it looked pretty. I will give it that. Um, I have mostly a problem with its editing. So, yes. Uh, it's a yeah. nice choice for this category, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh, we're now going into the categories that we love, which is sound editing and sound mixing. <laughs> You every, the difference. every year we try to discern the difference between <laughs> sound editing and sound mixing. Uh, <laughs> so, 
So the and, and the like, nominees are different. Just, I don't I don't think I don't think the departments themselves understand it because they gave yeah. it to Bohemian Rhapsody. If you were watching <laughs> it live, if you're watching it live that time, it was very angering yeah. for everyone, I think. Yeah. So yes. that was annoying. That was that was like I think that was for like first man to lose. It was sad. Because first man had exactly. amazing yes. work. Uh, yeah, uh, I agree. I agree. Okay, so uh, so let's start with editing, um, and we've got Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody, uh, which was the the winner. First Man, A Quiet Place, and Roma. Um, now, Getter, maybe you start because you you're a fan of Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> Don't say it out loud. I'm a secret. <laughs> <laughs> you see, the problem the problem is I went to see it with my mom who yeah. grew up with listening to Queen's music and to see her so emotional and taken back, oh, like yeah. it kind of gave me another, like a push, like to like the <sighs> film because it means so, it meant so much to her. And yeah. I've, I've heard other Queen fans say that, Oh, it's such a great film who don't like maybe go into the interwebs and reads like the negative stuff that happened around the film. Mm, and they yeah. focus on the drama and, and the stories. And sometimes I wish I lived under a rock because yeah. <laughs> then I would have like a very biased um, outlook uh, towards movies. Like I liked Green Book as well before the drama happened because I saw it during a film festival. Mm-hmm. And I was like really sad that it started to just tumble in front of us in terms of, of like bad things associated with it yeah Yeah, associations but um sound editing i feel like a quiet place should have won yeah i don't because i feel like the editing between silence and sound was more interesting than the musical aspect of of the bohemian rhapsody yeah Yeah. uh, either that or first man like we said yeah yeah i haven't seen that one i assume it's also silence yeah, yeah, like they play with that game. Yeah. And like it's because it's so much, first man is so much about like feeling like you're in like a, what feels like a very clumsily made spaceship. Yeah. That the, sound, that the sounds are like what freak you out. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. what is breaking apart. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like, uh, I will talk about Bohemian Rhapsody when it comes to Rami Malik. <laughs> okay. Uh, and uh, sound mixing, so same thing, except instead of a quiet place, it's a star is born for some reason because the mixing no, is no. different. You know, um, I have a really interesting uh, theory about editing and mixing. Ooh. I think editing is a linear linear sound mixing, so it's like sound on top of like next to the sound but i heard like from a documentary that uh, a star is born layered various different uh like the audience screaming uh, the mm-hmm. voices the sound on top of each other so yeah. i think mixing is having like three different sound sets on top of each other so that makes sense makes i think sense. sure i think you're again I think mixing has like stuff to do with like foley sounds and stuff also yeah, yeah, like, I, I it's think more, so. I don't remember. Next year, we'll know for sure. <laughs> but I think A Star is Born deserved the win, actually, in here, because I watched that um, short clip on how they recorded the live performances, and that was epic. 
like to have like different layers and layers upon layers of just various different sounds on top of each mm-hmm. other and that amazing uh, probably the others that do but like yeah anything but bohemian rhapsody so i don't know just play the music i don't know <laughs> wasn't the yeah, editing all, already done <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's a mean, stupid comment. Anyway, <laughs> okay. Uh, so let's move on. Uh, let's go for uh, visual effects, and the nominees were Avengers: Infinity War, Christopher Robin, whatever that is, um, First Man, Ready Player One, which I had forgotten <laughs> existed. Yeah. Oh man, poor Spielberg. And uh, Solo, a Star Wars story. Yay. Okay, so and first man won, which I think is fair. I really liked. First yes. Man. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And Christopher Robin is the Winnie and Pooh movie. Yeah. If Christopher Robin was there, why was not? Why wasn't Paddington Paddington too? Like. Yeah. Yeah. So annoying. Oh, so that's, yeah. That's that the biggest snub. Ready Player yeah. One. Boring. Solo was boring. I know. No, yeah. no, Solo is not boring. <laughs> oh, I, I like did not Solo. like it at all. But uh, yeah, I, I think if I watched First Man, I think I would be impressed. But I think that the only third other one that is obviously Annihilation. Mm-hmm. Which, like, yeah. Because like X Machina won in this category, which was one of like the coolest um, Oscar wins ever. Yeah. So it's sad that they didn't give it to like annihilation which was only more spectacular visually yeah Yeah. you know what i want to like go back as a comment to cinematography Mm -hmm. and add mission impossible fallout to the mix Mm -hmm. (laughs) just because you know like editing or something because that was yeah i know that move i I don't know what happened i think it was a really good it was a good year, but then does Oscar nominate good things? Oh, we're coming to uh, film yeah. edit. Sorry, I'm jumping all over the place. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. It's fine. Um, and I agree. It feels for me that 2018, when you look at the nominees for the Oscars, it doesn't feel for me like a good year. Yeah. But then we remember things like Annihilation, and, and I think, oh, right, that was in 2018. Yeah. 20, uh, 2018 was a really good year for movies. I yeah, think. exactly. They're just not here, yeah. most of them, in my opinion. Anyway, so next, uh, like we said, we had film editing. And where is film editing in this uh, thing? This was the most angering <laughs> win. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's an impossible here. It was the more, it was, you know, what should have won was You Were Never Really Here. Which oh, for me. Another good movie that, that is not that, even here. Yeah. Because, God, the editing made all the difference in that movie, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. And, and it was just, it was, I was so angry. Without this, yeah. No, this one was just maddening for me. I was just like, and you know, there's that clip that is obviously everyone has seen it. The one they're circulating for the, the Bohemian Rhapsody clip. Yeah. Which has like, I don't know, 20 cuts. Yeah. Anyway, but the nominees are, (laughs) (laughs) the nominees for uh, film editing were uh, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, which uh, won, and The Favourite, Green Book, and Vice. So, 
I wouldn't say. I think of all of the. I mean, I haven't seen quite a few, but I can only imagine the favorite being close to being a winner. Yeah. Yeah. I should think so. Vice was uh, was surprising, actually, editing wise. Okay. It's very creative. Okay. Um, I I, oh, thought, I can imagine. I, I know, but it's. I thought I was going to watch just a standard uh, kind of political movie, you know, maybe with a few jokes in it, but it was actually really different. It was really different, and it was very, very creative in terms of editing. Like, there's a a part, not even halfway through the film, where it starts to, um, those messages, like at the end, you know, at the end of real life story films uh, where they say what happened to the characters yes. yeah okay <laughs> yeah so not even halfway through vice that starts <laughs> to happen like dick cheney uh lived with his wife whatever whatever and the credits start rolling and i turned to my brother he was with me and i was like no this is not real the movie cannot be done. And it wasn't because obviously he didn't let go of power and he went on and on. Um, but there was like actually a lot of um, interesting things like this throughout this film. So Vice surprised me. For me, uh, yeah. I've seen four of the five films, so I haven't seen Vice yet. But okay. uh, for me, the favorite was the only one where I felt like the editing was helping the movie along. Yes, like it was yeah. sort of part of a character because it had like very these sudden cuts and and these uh yeah like like when she like seen in the trailer where she falls off the carriage yeah and mm-hmm. the film it's like sort of edited in a in a different in order i was very interesting because like i started to notice it and it was like cool and also because it's fresh in my mind because i just saw it but i really liked that no, but it is. He always does a bit of an off-putting, editing, yeah. cutting in weird places, and yeah. But it's I, I I like it too. I thought the favorite was definitely better editing than Bohemian Rhapsody. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, he'd have like a deeper, like like a better story in a way because, like I mentioned, like the favorite is more playful. So it was like more about playing around a little bit. Mm-hmm. I liked about favorites editing was also all those dissolves because people don't do that it's fun yeah <laughs> it's like like the ending right like the way that it dissolved from like it had all the uh it had olivia coleman emma stone and the rabbits mm-hmm. yeah and the cross balls and stuff like that you know like the, all that is also editing and it's actually like giving us information yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. stuff but they don't like i mean that was it was innovative because you don't really see people use dissolve that much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that was cool. Yeah. Okay, next. Uh, next, it's the actor in a supporting role car- category. And nominees were Mahershala Ali for Green Book, who won, Adam Driver for Black Klansman, Sam Elliott for A Star is Born, Richard E. Grant for Can You Ever Forgive Me, and Sam Rockwell for Vice. Thoughts? Uh, Getter, you saw Green Book. Yeah, Yeah. well, it was okay. I've seen Black Klansman and A Star is Born as well, Mm -hmm. Uh, just based on people. I would would have loved to see Adam Driver win because that one feels yeah. like a black horse coming from out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 
I also think that Richard E. Grant deserved it in a way because like so he was much. wonderful. Yeah, he was so wonderful. I haven't seen the film yet, but no, I definitely so want to. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, like, see, that's where like all the bad, bad stuff starts to play uh, a role in my opinions because everything I hear about like uh, Vigo and and the movie itself, I feel like maybe even he deserved it because he kept his head high and he like stayed very um, mm-hmm. professional throughout the award season, despite the shit that was happening around him. So I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, for him, like maybe it wasn't like the best way to win, like the best role to win for, uh, like for all the controversy, but like, it's okay. Like it's a man. Like, and I love Sam Rockwell, but like I heard bad things, so I'm like, oh. <laughs> what are the bad things? I don't yeah. know. Like, like somebody said, like it wasn't like it was like a bad impression oh, of, of Bush. Bush. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like in in that sense, like how can you like like <laughs> Bush seems like a like uh, like a character from a comic book. So like, how can you? messed that up in a way that I believe that some people were rubbed the wrong way when they said that. But Yeah, I mean, the movie does not paint a pretty picture of Bush at all, so I think most people were just offended. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> even I was uncomfortable, like... <laughs> anyway, and I don't even like him, because I don't know him. Anyway, um, yeah, I haven't seen Green Book, so I have no, no idea, but was Mahershala, like, was it a standing out performance? It was it was okay. Like mm. it was very close. His character was very closed in the beginning. I think that kind of kept you, you kept the distance from him. So that's why it feels like maybe since he was also very quiet during the award season, in my opinion, I heard much more about uh Richard E. Grant and Sam mm. Elliott, for instance. So he kind of like yeah, he he, he wasn't completely present maybe. Because supporting role is usually um those categories where you see really strong Apparently, he was like lead too. But yeah, he was, he was more supporting. Yeah. 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 And uh, I don't know why he's supporting, but. What did you think, yeah. Nick, of the other? So, for yeah. me, the only deserving winners for this year were both named Grant, which is <laughs> Hugh Grant yeah. and Richard E. Grant. Exactly. Okay, like, either of them. Richard E. Grant was wonderful. Yeah. Like, ugh, like I loved, I loved the movie, and I thought he was so good in it. And like, I really wish he could have won, and that would have been awesome. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I haven't seen Green Book. Um, it's cool that Marshall Ali's one like is going two for two. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, like I don't know. Uh, but I really wish he had won, and I know his speech would have been so great. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on then. <laughs> Uh, next is animated feature film, and Whoa! yeah, I know. <laughs> I actually think this year was really nice for for uh, yeah. mainstream uh, animated films. So we had Incredibles two, we had Isle of Dogs, we had Mirai, and we had Ralph breaks the internet, and the winner, which was Spider Man into the Spider Verse. I'm gonna give this together. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, I absolutely loved Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. I, I, I didn't even like think that the others might have won instead of it. 
because it was the only one that took yeah. it took it further than any other animation has done so in in like in previous years because Incredibles 2 felt like the first film which is good and like you expect and you get what you expect uh which is like just good good humor and and educational stuff and and Isle of Dogs standard Wes Anderson I haven't seen Mirai and Ralph Mm. Breaks the Internet yeah but I like I I when I saw the pictures, I was like, oh, they look exactly like you would expect. But Spider-Man, man. Yeah. Like, there's mm-hmm. so much going on in every frame that yep. the work that went into it, like, damn. And it was just hands down. Like, I th- I'm, I'm very close to naming it, like, maybe my even my, like, in my top three favorite Spider-Man movies all together. Cause it's yeah, like, duh. It's the best. No, but it's the best. It's the best Spider-Man movie, easily. But I, I really love Tom Holland too. So, yes. so I'm very conflicted. I feel, I feel so bad for Tom Holland. Like he's so cute, but yeah, oh, poor guy, poor guy. Never gonna match up to it. Sucks yeah, for him. It was, like, it was amazing. I really, I really want to see it again, and I'm waiting for that like evening when I have nothing else to do and I could just pause every frame and see what's happening because I I I uh, uh, I also I was so glad because it, for me it was like justice for Lego movie because <laughs> never nominated that and that movie was fucking great too because um, they're like really smart people um, next up is uh, animated short film and we had animal behavior bow late afternoon one small step and weekends now Nick you've seen bow yeah, I did see Bao because it showed before Incredibles too, um, and it was it was really it was so weird and like it was just it was really cute but also very emotional and I kind of like because my this like my brother has just like left like if he's in his first year of college so my mom is like without us and I can see her like going nuts so mm-hmm. I could like relate. Like, I could see my mom in that character a bit. Um, So it was really... And I loved, like, you know, like, at at this moment, like... Because I think this came after or soon after the short films or something like that. So there were, like, a lot of female directors who were winning um, one by one. Mm. So that was, like, a great moment during the ceremony just to watch, too. Um, And, yeah, like, I, I liked it. It's not... It's not... Up, like it's not in my favorite Pixar shots because like Pixar has made some like insane, insanely brilliant. This is like this is also very up there in concept, but it's not maybe it's like it's way more depressing, I would say, mm-hmm. than its normal like Pixar shots. Like you know, so I it it does it didn't impact me in the same way maybe because of that um but it was it was really well done and i i, I was super glad to see all the women directors winning okay. like especially like women of color and stuff so it was cool yes okay um so we're skipping documentary short and live action short yes mm-hmm. okay so yeah but uh, also the the period end of sentence speech was great yeah that that was that was a good one that was probably yes. one of the best of the evening yep yeah yep that's the one i want to see as well 
just yeah, yeah. very out of the shirts. Yes. Because it's on Netflix and I can see it. <laughs> okay. Um, so next we have uh, one of the big categories, which is Best Original Screenplay. And nominees were The Favourite, First Reformed, Roma, Vice, and the winner, Green Book. Um, again, we didn't see it, just you get her. <laughs> I, it's like, ugh, so much pressure on me. <laughs> um, <laughs> for such an average movie. Huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> what did you think? But did you like Green Book? Oh, I, I guess we'll get that in Best Picture. So the screenplay for Green Book, how was it? Um. You say, again, I saw it before all the controversy happened. Sure. So without, it was fine. But it was fine. It wasn't like something that I would carry on with me to like many years. Mm -hmm. um, like, for instance, like I would say that I liked The Star is Born better from Greenbrook as mm -hmm. like one of the two movies that were most discussed on, on Bohemian Rhapsody. But I would have Hereditary here again because mm -hmm. like, Damn, that movie was like very different and very unique and a very shocking in terms of the script as well. And to see a horror film again to win, I mean, that would have been amazing because Get Out won last year. Um, but you see, I, I love The Favourite like a lot because yeah, I just saw it and I'm thinking because it felt so weird to hear fuck and like these completely different words that period yeah um and there's like this word called construct <laughs> it had it had easily the best dialogue yeah. Yeah. such fun dialogue why why would you give it? i haven't seen green book or vice but i cannot imagine it being better than the favorite no it's, yeah because the favorite plays around with it like like it happens in a place where the word like construct didn't exist. I'm like hundred percent sure, mm. but it uses it so well to kind of drive in the point, and it includes yeah. the uh, the distance between that time and the current time by using slang that is very common nowadays. And it sort of drags you in and you're like, oh, my God, this is hilarious. Because usually with yeah, like yeah. period pieces, like with Mary Scott's as well, I didn't I understood like there was jabbing, but it happened in such like a complicated way in the sentence as well that I was like, what? What is, was that a joke? I didn't understand. <laughs> but uh, the favorite, he he chooses a way to say it like we would say it now which was like a yeah. very clever way to do it uh, like really strong the, so, yeah the the other one i liked was can you ever forgive me but i'm not sure <laughs> if it's adapted it, or it's adapted it's adapted it's adapted okay okay that was yeah. good too yeah. as is a star is born by the way yeah yeah yeah, adapted. yeah um but i agree i think the favorite would definitely be the winner here should have been oh. um even first reformed I thought was yeah first of all yeah yeah for sure I loved I loved Samuel L. Jackson's reaction <laughs> just like ah. yeah. so good so good um, next up we have adapted okay. screenplay and nominees were the Ballad of Buster Scruggs Black Clansman uh, which is the winner Can You Ever Forgive Me If Bill Street Could Talk and A Star Is Born so Nick I think it's you, a you go. good category. I think it was a good category. My my winner would have been. Can you ever forgive me? Mm -hmm. Even though I haven't seen Beale Street, 
Um, but it was, it was, I mean, come on. It was, it was a jolly fun win. I liked Black Lanceman. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it wasn't my favorite, but like it was a great win. And I just, I loved, I loved Samuel L. Jackson's joy and Spike Lee's joy. And it was just, it made like, it was one of the highlights. It was. It was good. Yeah. yeah. What did you think, Edo? You talked about A Star is Born. Uh, yeah, I think I liked it. But uh, like out of these two, I've seen, out of the five, I've seen only two now. Mm-hmm. It's Black Cat, mm-hmm. A Star is Born. And for me, Mm, a Star is Born is a bit better because for me, Black Clansman was really boring. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's but okay. so, it dragged so much. Uh, and I don't know. For me, actually, like Star is Born, like I had two issues with it. One was the editing. And I don't know if it is this, I guess it will be the screenplay because for me, I thought I did not like the fact that it was more about him than her. Mm-hmm. like that's what it felt like the movie like I didn't get to know enough about Ali who I was more invested in because I, I've only the only other version I've seen is the J- Judy Garland one and I remember her being the standout right mm-hmm. which I think is the way to go like I wanted that like that would have been more interesting for me I kind of I don't like I think then I don't think the name suits it I really hate it when the name doesn't suit a movie yeah. okay so that was like that was like that was like an issue for me. Um, like, and I guess it is the screenplay to blame for that because I yes. didn't like how much of it was about. He was really great. I would give him that, but I would have liked it to be more about her. Mm. So, yeah, I was yeah. a I think fan that, of, of the screenplay for A Star Is Born. To be honest, okay. but for, have you both seen other versions of it? Nope. I've seen this the Judy Garland one. I haven't. Okay, because I heard like that they like picked uh, a way to uh, utilize the male character more than in previous uh, uh, movies, mm-hmm. uh, and to show his struggle more. Because with the other movies, I think there was like uh, commentary on the fact that like his character was underdeveloped in both, like in the other versions. But now her, I thought her character was underdeveloped. Yeah. Like in here, all right. So they yeah. kind of, he was yeah. the most fascinating part of the film yeah. for me, and it yeah. should yeah. have been. Yeah, it um, should have been balanced, but instead of balancing it out, yeah, more balanced. I think it was one, way yeah, more about. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I can see that, but it's probably because I haven't seen other versions, and I really didn't maybe care for the star part. But like, I really liked Cooper's storyline, so that's why I. I prefer it but i I, i'm sure can you ever forgive me would be better because i've heard only great things yeah so good yeah yes moving on yeah awesome awesome um so next up we have foreign language film and nominees were capernaum uh cold war never look away roma and shoplifters and roma won so Nick, you love Roma. You go. I do love Roma. I do. However, I love shoplifters a teeny bit more. Like, <laughs> okay. Literally, like hair's breadth. Like they were my top two films in the film festival. But I think like shoplifters. Shoplifters was just a little bit more my, like it was my thing. Yeah, you're still. Um, yeah, 
but I mean, I was happy with the room I went to, but uh, what do I talk about Roma Charlotte? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so obviously, I mean, Roma was, so the thing with Roma was, and like, I was thinking it's weird that it got nominated for screenplay, mm-hmm. but the, what, what it is, is like you, the first half of the movie almost seems random to you. You know, like you're like like they're just like episodes in this woman's life and stuff is just happening, happening, happening. You know, it is no, it almost feels disconnected, mm-hmm. but it makes sense in the second half because it, what happens in the first half is like through these episodes, what like for, for at least what had happened to me was I connected and I started to understand this character because she doesn't speak much, right? So you see her in these various situations and you get to know about her and you start to feel for her. So when the big epic stuff that happens in the second half, it relies on the first half for you to feel that way. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I think that was really cleverly done. And obviously, like for me, like, you know, like, like um, something like Black Panther, like it showed me, but it was not exactly like Black Panther, like Roma, it... On one, on one hand, it showed me a culture I didn't know, but on the other hand, it is like I have made, like I have a maid in my house in Calcutta, but I'm not rich, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I think Americans and stuff, they think of maids as like a very like rich people concept, but that's not how it is. And you know, like my maid, like she lives in my house, and yeah. I've grown up with her. So I could, I can like, so in that way, I also I connected, and it was really in. But at the same time, you know, I'm not really. I have never thought about life from the viewpoint of my maid, you know, like she is a part of, she's almost like a part of my family, but it's, she's still not. And it was really interesting to see a movie from that point of view, but still it's, but but at the same time, it wasn't like, this is my point of view, you know, it Mm -hmm. it built, it was made in such a way that you are observing her, but at the same, but then you then you realize how you're sort of connected to her and stuff like that. So it was like, it was very beautiful, and it was very impactful. And he does like he does these like Alfonso Cuarón does makes like such great female characters, mm-hmm. and 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 the other one like shop shoplifters was just like I mean I cried on shoplifters. I cried on Roma too. but uh shoplifters was literally about like the family you make and it was really funny and it was really sad and it was one of those movies which you because it was so much lifelike you kind of at one point wish that it's not so lifelike because you want them to have that movie fairy tale but then like it shows how real life is and you're like, ah, like I know it's better because it showed real life but I wish it hadn't so it's one of those movies. It was it was it was very that movie was and it had a really really great uh, female performance in it too. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and it was just uh, shoplifters was just like a tiny hair breadth better than Roma, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was I was happy Roma won too. Okay, well, yeah. I haven't seen uh, any of these. Um, obviously, I wanted to see Roma and Shoplifters, but Cold War, I think, really intrigues me too, actually. Yeah, I would also watch Cold War, but I would also watch Never Look Away, because yeah. I've heard good things about Shoplifters, but you said you cried, and now I don't want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I will cry with the others too, but I, I'm not feeling the emotions right now. No. 
I don't want them. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, then let's move on to yeah. uh, music. Okay. Uh, let's start with the original score. And nominees were Black Panther, which was the winner, Black Landsman, um, If Bill Street Could Talk, Isle of Dogs, and Mary Poppins Returns. Um, now, here, honestly, this year, I don't feel like there was any score here. Obviously, I think Annihilation had a good score. Um, so it's a bit a shame that it's not here at all. But I, I like Tile of Dogs. It's Alexander Desplat. It's the same thing he always does, but he does it well. Um, and if Bill Street could talk, I did not see the movie. I did listen to the score, and it was very cute and interesting. I love, I loved, I like hardcore, super duper loved First Man. Yes. Like it was just, ugh, that, that last, that quarantine track is just, yeah. I listen to it over and over again it makes me emotional but it's so good but <laughs> I mean it was good Black Panther was good mm. I was really annoyed because the winner was really young and Rad Coogler is young and I hate young talented people <laughs> but, <laughs> but like oh, I love I loved first one so much I did too and I was <laughs> saying that even something like Vice which if you listen to the score without seeing the movie it's very confusing um okay. yeah because it's a weird score it's like super layered and kind of frantic at times but when you're watching the movie that's something that i noticed last night i was like oh this is a cool score um okay. and whereas i actually think that you know something like black panther or black Klansman, um i haven't seen the movie black Klansman, but it just doesn't sound like a like a very creative interesting kind of score even as i was okay. saying i love dogs it's alexander display does it it does it well every time mm. that he does it um and it works but i just i wish they nominated more interesting different kinds of scores yeah know, that took a risk and not just do the same thing that they always do mm. Mm. yeah yeah has anyone seen Mary Poppins? Yes. No. I, just, I mean, it was it was just it was normal. Yeah. <laughs> like it wasn't. It was just cute. Yeah. I'm it. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Category, <laughs> I think. It is a bit of a weak one this year, I think. Yeah. Um, okay, original song. I can only imagine. What do you think? <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, yeah, obviously. Uh, so the nominees were All the Stars from Black Panther, I'll Fight from RBG, The Place Where Lost Things Go uh, from Mary Poppins Returns, Shallow from A Star is Born, which won, and When a Cowboy Trades His Spurs for Wings from The Ballad yeah. of Buster Scruggs. Um, yeah. Thoughts? Nick? I was kind of, I, I mean, obviously Shallow is like the biggest earworm. You listen to it, like you listen to one line of it and it's stuck in your head for like three weeks. Yes. <laughs> you, can't, you can't, it's just, it's there forever. Um, but I honestly, honestly love All the Stars slightly more. I think that's a really good song and I was sad that they didn't perform it because um, that would have been cool. Uh, but like, yeah, Shadow was a good win, though. 
But yeah, I like the stars more. All, all the stars more. All the stars. Interesting. I like yeah. Shallow, and it's it's a song. It's a song that became an actual song that is on the radio and people listen to it, which is interesting. Um, yeah. But I guess you know with Lady Gaga involved and everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really liked, and obviously the performance was a high point. Yeah. Even though the lighting did not work well with their tans, did anyone that else tan, Yeah, I yeah, it, they looked orange. They did. Spark. It was really bad. It was really bad. I didn't. Li- she looked so good. I just wish she had put on a darker lip color. <laughs> <laughs> it just made me so mad. <laughs> like you look so orange it's weird i know but that was the lighting i mean it is a fake tan i'm assuming because it doesn't not look no i I think it was orange yeah no but when you see her uh on jimmy kimmel or something she's also a little bit orange but yeah it was just a really yellow light so that was a miscalculation i thought um Yeah. yeah But it was a pretty moment. I felt more chemistry between them there than in the whole movie. So no, I, for me, in the movie, for sure, Shallow was like the high point. Like yes. just generally for me, like that was a great. Like I, as I say, like you know that one song had more heart in it than all of Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Um, <laughs> easily. <laughs> uh, so it was. But it was a good win, and they they were really. I was happy. Like Lady Gaga seemed really happy. It's the most awarded song of all time. It wow. beat it beat Formation, which Ooh. I mean, I'm, that is. But <laughs> like, but it was a good song. Yeah, it's a good yeah, song. Get her. The, uh, I agree. Uh, just based on the fact that I don't think my mom has ever rooted for something at the Oscars except this song. <laughs> like, that is, like, like the, the most strangest thing. She, w- she would send me clips of you- from YouTube. The first YouTube clip she ever sent me was Shallow's performance. Oh, <laughs> this is so great! Yeah. So, like, just, like, that fact. Um, but, yeah, I-, I-, I like all the stars. I haven't seen... An- heard any of the other ones i think oh god i I thought jennifer hudson's performance is terrible oh it was so bad (laughs) it was so bad and and i actually like the where the lost things go i thought that was easily the best song of the movie um mary poppins yeah um it it was really pretty but like it had it held no it didn't hold any chances there was no way there was no way Okay. Yeah. Yeah, this was a pretty um obvious win here. Yeah. It was too huge not to win. Yeah. Okay. Uh next. Ooh, next one. We have <laughs> actor in a leading role. Oh yes. Yeah. Okay. Our favorite category. Yes. <laughs> Nick is going to start this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh... so uh the 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 nominees uh, for actor in a leading role were Christian Bale for Vice, Bradley Cooper for A Star is Born, William Dafoe uh, in At Eternity's Gate, Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody, and Viggo Mortensen for Green Book. Um, okay, get her. Let's just start on a high note. <laughs> uh, like, I, why is William Dafoe there? Oh, well, he, played, um, he, he played, played Van Gogh. Van Gogh, exactly. Okay. The painter. 
Did anyone sell that film? No. No, but it looks it, like it, a... seems, it seems the most random here. But um, anyway, <laughs> uh, on a good note, um, you know, just for Mr. Robot, yay for Rami mm. Malek. I think like this win for him means a lot. Um, mm. It's a shame that it comes with such pressure for him. Um, and the Oscars could have avoided this just by giving it to Bradley Cooper instead. Mm. Yeah. I think I, I, I personally my favorite um, although both made me cry I cried for uh, Bohemian Rhapsody um, because I'm a baby and uh, for some reason it still made me sad uh, but uh, I cried a lot more uh, for Jackson because like oh so much talent so, so so wasted I think the pressure of, of creating a character uh, based on nobody was was uh, a lot higher, maybe mm-hmm. uh, to have the same emotional impact because we all knew what Bohemian Rhapsody was gonna be in the end anyway. So it sort of was like <laughs> well, everyone knows what happens at the end of Star Is Born as well. Uh, I didn't. That's the thing. I didn't because yeah, I hadn't seen any of the films and I hadn't read anything yeah. about them and I avoided all the spoilers and I went in and I was like, "What the fuck?" And I was like, Same. "Okay." So yeah. actually, I didn't know. Although when have, they were in but, bed, I was like, "Yeah, he's gonna kill himself." <laughs> but yeah. like, have 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 you? So with Star Is Born, there have been. Bollywood adaptations of that movie as well have been have this has there never been anything like this in your regional cinema? No, seriously, no, no adaptations. It's, it's Europe. We don't like we every don't do that. We don't. Side and it's very <laughs> sad here. Okay. No, but uh, yeah, no, like no, a Star Is Born remake as of I know, but okay. yeah, that's that's what for me it was a shot. I didn't know. Because I stayed uh, purposely away from every spoiler possible. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, you know the thing about Rami Malek here? I didn't know that much about... Um, Freddie uh, Mercury. Yes, Freddie Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I swear, I am just so distracted these days. <laughs> Wow. Anyway, as I was saying, I didn't know that much about him, like how he was, uh, how he spoke, you know? So mm-hmm. at first it was a bit of a shock when he looked like such a dork. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he spoke with a lisp and he had like all the weird little things. Um, so, but my thing about this movie, I, I don't even, I was outside and we've talked about this together. I was mm-hmm. out of the controversy. I had no idea what was going on behind the scenes. To me, that just felt like a very kind of standard, superficial film. Yeah. Yeah, so that was my... That's basically my issue with Bohemian Rhapsody. Like, aside everything else, if you look at it as a movie, I just don't yeah. find it impressive. Uh, it's not... Thing. Uh, I, read, I, I read a lot of, about Freddie Mercury, and he was a very secretive person. <laughs> so to make a film that would be very in-depth about him and his life would be impossible because he didn't share and yeah. nobody knows even where he's buried because he doesn't want people to know but then so, don't do it yeah exactly <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it was like a trailer for the film well, yeah, for but, me but, 
For me, it would have been so, so much more interesting if they just made a movie of how the fuck they made Bohemian Rhapsody, the song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, just just show me those days. Just tell me something about the people. I I didn't know their names. I had like no emotional connection to anyone in that Any movie. Them, yes. Mm-hmm. It was just. It was just ah, uh, it was just a bad movie overall. And, All right. Okay. So am me, I going? Is it Rami, my time yet? <laughs> is, is it my time now? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Go ahead. Okay. So, so the thing with Rami Malek yeah. is like I don't understand how anyone watched that performance because. All I could see were the teeth. I don't, I fundamentally don't understand how anyone saw past those teeth because I was so distracted the whole movie. Like it was, it was worse than Ben Affleck's fucking chin. I could not, could not see anything past those teeth. Um, and when yeah. when he won, I just went out to throw the trash because I'm like, nah, I don't even care. I don't even know. <laughs> I had only seen. I'd only seen him and Bradley Cooper, and obviously Bradley Cooper was better. Yeah, I think so too. There's, there's no questions. I have not seen the other performances, and but then last year there was like, so I, as it is like the, when they had announced this category, I was mad because like I think between Joaquin Phoenix, Ethan Hawke, and Ryan Gosling, yes, like they gave hands down some of the best performances of the year mm-hmm. and it was just like even for me like Bradley Cooper for me would be a close second but like I don't think he reached their level they were all three of them were amazing mm-hmm. and like it was it was just a maddening win and I don't I just I don't, like what did they see how could they see what they saw I couldn't see the performance <laughs> all I could see were the teeth but you know, you know the teeth—they actually made them smaller than smaller. They, I know, they were, which is amazing. I, understand. <laughs> I, know, I get. It. I mean, I get that they're going for authenticity, but like, I don't know. Like, just just remove it because it's never going to be truly authentic. Because uh, it's not Freddie Mercury. Then it's not the same anymore. Then it's like disrespectful yeah. for Freddie Mercury so just, because just like give it slightly. I don't know because his face is not built that way. You know, but it just, yeah, it was so, like squirrel. It was, it was. It looked like a horse to me. It just. It was so. It's so distracted. It just looked like a horse the whole time. I was yeah. so distracted. It was so bad. It was so bad. Oh, such I bad. But like the whole point, I think for the whole point, Freddie Mercury had that uh, teeth, uh, and because he had those teeth, he was able to sing in such a way that he did. Yeah, so he could have made them smaller and not as prominent. It would have taken. A, the authenticity so I don't I, I, I saw past them I don't know how yeah because I was listening to the the song and, and I watched the final uh, thing for like months ahead so mm-hmm. I was completely uh, like Sophia went in didn't know anything I knew a lot I, I knew a lot about his life I watched documentaries about it and, and for me it felt like it was yeah. like okay homage like like even like the band members, they came out to support Rami and everything. Like they were happy, and they were probably the only people in the world who knew Freddie Mercury the most, probably. So, but, but then you don't feel any. Like I was so like the moment the movie starts, right? Oh God, we're going into this. But like you know, like he suddenly he has all of this like charisma and confidence, and you're like, 
okay, this movie will explain where it comes from because you can't just be Freddie Mercury, right? Like there has to be something beneath that, but it never explains why mm, he is the, the way story. he is. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just like a chronological. Like, I mean, it honestly, it felt like the BTS movie I saw, where they just showed me things that happened, and I'm like, but what happened behind it? Like, mm-hmm. it was, it was such an ah. Uh, like, but so, I think oh, that's, that's oh. like if if they, I would have, I think they would make more sense if people would have known maybe from the movie that he was a very secretive person. If if they would have put this in front of the movie and and to see that we will never know Freddie for like a hundred percent like his life and stuff, then maybe the film would have made more sense to others. I don't know. All right. Um, what else? Actress? No, no, no. We're still okay. an actor. Wait, I still okay. have something to say. <laughs> I have okay. To think after all of this about Rami. You oh saw you saw Christian Bale. Oh, Christian Bale was really good. Yeah, he's always okay. good. He's okay. always good. Um, he was really good. Like okay. he always is. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, the guy just morphs. You know what he does. So yeah. um, I, I feel actually, I, I feel I feel scared for his health. I know he's back to his normal weight. Um, yeah. How? How? Because <laughs> he was really fat in the film. It was really like a big belly and the hands. Yeah. Wow. Um, but yeah. he, he and it's such a weird character. It's so um, quiet and I don't know. You really should watch this film because okay. it's, it's and it's interesting in comparison to Bohemian. What you said about. Um, and and get her to them not knowing what happened, so they didn't show it. But then it ended up just being superficial, in my opinion. And let me just say that I was I was entertained, and I went on to listen to Queen for a while. Yeah. And I think Rami, I mean, again, it's such an iconic person, and it's so uh, present in people's minds. Again, for me, I didn't know what he was like in real life. Um, mm-hmm. but I thought I was, I didn't think Rami was any, in any way bad. I think it was just weird and it wasn't just the teeth. It was also the eyes. Yeah. Um, Cause they were really big and always with that kind of expression. But anyway, in vice, when they actually don't know when something happens, they do kind of a meta thing and they, and they say like, Oh, we don't know what happened here. So, you know, it's funny. You should watch it. okay it's actually really creative uh and christian bale was awesome in it bradley cooper was great in the star is born i think it was just a revelation of bradley cooper who suddenly can sing and can be very intense so i I really liked him in this film it was definitely my favorite bit um and the other two i haven't seen viggo mortensen you saw him get her it was just average. I don't know what it's. What, why yeah. do you nominate average things? I don't understand. Yeah. This year sucks. Yeah. The nominations. <laughs> yeah. And William Dafoe was probably just one of those quirky things, kind of like um, who did Turner last year? Uh. You know? Uh. Uh. uh, uh Timothy, what's his name? Yeah, Timothy yeah, yeah. Spall or something. Yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's that kind of role. Timothy, but that was a really good yeah, but I think probably William Dafoe is good here too. It sounds yeah. like a little bit of a quirky film. It looked like that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, next, we have actress in a leading role. Nominees were Yalitza Aparicio in Roma, Glenn Close for The Wife, Olivia Colman in The Favorite, uh, and she, she won, Lady Gaga in A Star Is Born, and Melissa McCarthy, Can You Ever Forgive Me? Um, I can start, maybe. Yeah. For once I saw <laughs> the winner. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I obviously I very very much agree with this win. Olivia Coleman was, I I don't think if I've seen her in anything before this. It's one of those actresses that maybe I've forgotten. Obviously, I've seen her in something. Broadchurch, no. Broad. What? Uh, broad Broadchurch, Night Manager. No. no. You didn't see what Night Manager no. seems the such lobster. a you show. The lobster. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, it's like about spies and like handsome men. Oh, <laughs> it seems. Like <laughs> I haven't seen it. No, so maybe yeah. Uh, maybe she will be the queen, so you will see her in the crown. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, ooh. she was. She was in hot fuzz. Yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe. I just don't remember. Well, it doesn't matter. Good that she's in the Queen because uh, she's the Queen because, yeah, I was a little worried about that casting. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, I, again, I do have a couple. We're going to get in, into it in the best picture. I do have two unpopular mm -hmm. opinions, and one of them is also Lady Gaga in A Star is Born. Yeah. Okay. yeah I don't think... She was that good. Yeah. I, would, I would swap her for Toni Collette in Hereditary. Yes. Yes, yes. in a heartbeat. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or for even, sure. or even yeah. a, a quiet place, Emily Blunt. Yeah. I, I would swap with Charlize Theron from Dali. Ooh, I, I, she was mm -hmm. really good in it, I thought. I also, I mean, they wouldn't do it, but I also really loved Elsie Fisher in eighth grade. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. that would have been an extremely good character. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, Nick. Yeah, I was really happy. I I don't know. I can't decide if I loved Olivia Colman more or Melissa McCarthy more. Yeah, um, they're they're both very in a similar. Like you know, like when comedic actors give dramatic performances mm -hmm. and they really nail it. Um, even though, like obviously, favorite was much more comedic. Um, but like she had, she had such, like, I think it was, I think her speech kind of reminds me of, and I think like, that's the kind of characters she often plays It's like, there are just, there is like a humor, but then there is a sadness mm -hmm. at the same time. And like her expression, her face changes so quickly. Like yeah. she does 5,000 expressions <laughs> in like 10 seconds. So she's just so fascinating to watch, I think. Um, so I do, and like, obviously like that was like, as I was saying, that was the, because everyone, ex I didn't see the wife, so I don't know. Mm -hmm. I did finally watch Fatal Attraction though, oh. um, <laughs> <laughs> because, because Glenn Close. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I really did think she will win. Um, and like, it was so shocking when, uh, Olivia Coleman won and everyone's reactions, like Emma Stone's. <laughs> and everyone's was so great and I was sad that Rachel I think I guess Rachel Weisz was like with like probably screwing Daniel Craig or something at the time <laughs> but, <laughs> great but, imagery in my mind um, right <laughs> like why not 
um yeah. but but uh like she wasn't there but like it was just it was it was easily the highlight you know yeah. watched this and i was like i was crying and i was laughing it was too good it was too good yeah get her i think uh in terms of of having a like a career i think coleman deserved it a bit better cuz melissa girl you need to start making better movies um cuz she has mm-hmm. been some horrible comedies year after year and she started with Suki who was like one of my favorite characters in Kilmore Girls and it's nice i i love when comedians surprise us in in like dramatic roles mm-hmm. but i feel like they should step their game up in in comedies as well cuz i feel like she has like many people love pride mates i didn't but i know she was good in it but like She needs to do more of those. But Olivia McColman, oh, I love her. No. This is really her. But it like I tweeted about this too. I wanted to watch her Graham Norton videos and me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Next to Lena, uh the Lena Dunham uh, and then uh, Harvey Weinstein. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's just like, oh my god, why? And then now oh, I can't watch them because it was hard, like a uh, poor girl. <laughs> Yeah. She's yeah, like, but she's like the most funnest person and she's just so cute and uh she was so surprised and she was like so you could see that she didn't prepare a speech which was the best part but yeah. like uh It's a good speech. Yeah, it was. It's a good moment. Yeah. Yes. Done. Yeah. So next up is directing and nominees were Spike Lee for Black Landsman, um Adam McKay for Vice, Powell Powell okay wait um Powell Pawlikowski for Cold War, Alfonso Cuarón for Roma and Yorgos Lanthimos for The Favorite. And Alfonso Cuarón uh, won for Roma. Nick you you talk. Yeah. yeah. I did I loved I said it's a good win. Mm-hmm. I think I really think the best directed movie of last year was You Were Never Really Here. Mhm. I think like the direction of that like truly truly blew me away. Uh but it was a good win. It was I love obviously I love Alfonso Cuarón. He is one of the great directors yes. of our time. Mhm. And I just I love I love it. I mean okay yeah like speaking of unpopular opinions like you know we all which all are all supposed to hate Polanski mm-hmm. but i still think what he did with pianist was amazing oh, yeah. so yeah yeah so like it's it's similar for me like it's just it's very interesting when directors look into their own lives yeah uh, like that but yeah it was good it was a good film and it was really cute seeing Guillermo del Toro giving it to him oh yeah he was <laughs> Yeah. I love Guillermo. I know, right? Don't you want to hug him so much so every time I see you? He's so cute. Yeah. And even yeah. his tweets are so cute. I know. Oh, man. Okay, get her. Uh, well, you know my opinion. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would have given to uh the favorite uh Latimos cuz Yeah. For, uh, for me it was more interesting like i understand i probably because i'm not a fan of black and white films 
I feel like mm-hmm. that's part of the reason. And uh, because the movie dragged for me, I had to watch it in like three sittings uh, mm-hmm. in two days because I couldn't focus. Because yeah. it's just personal opinion. The movie didn't grab me. But with the favorite, I was like right there. And like I said, like it's playful. It's different. Mm-hmm. And, and he just he's a really weird dude. Yep. He is fun. His movies yeah. are cute. But like no, for sorry, cool. yeah, it's, it's a nice win. He's a nice guy and, and you know, there's I don't think there are any like I think this is a strong category in a way that any one of them winning would have made a lot of people happy. Hmm. And a woman winning would have made more people happy. Yeah. <laughs> what, what about uh, the absence of Bradley Cooper? Cause, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, I, it's I'm, fine by it's, me, but I'm just asking because yeah. it was the whole thing. Yeah, I'm okay with it. It's fine. Yeah. I think he needs to work uh, more a bit mm-hmm. because these these guys seem to be like veterans already, sort of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully, he can direct again. He yeah. will. He <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Last category? Yes. Who? Okay. No. Oh man. All right. Okay, so here it is the last category. It is best picture. Um and we have three, six, seven, eight movies. So they didn't use all the slots. But yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know why. It's really just a nice fuck you to the <laughs> <laughs> I the others, yeah. Uh, okay, so nominees were Black Panther, Black Landsman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, Roma, A Star Is Born, and Vice. Who wants to take it away? Because now we can talk about all these movies. Nick, okay, I'll pick. Nick, you go. <laughs> uh, I mean, I haven't seen Green Book. It was, yeah. it was, I guess. Uh, it was like it seemed like a very I think they've had a decent run of best picture winners mm-hmm. for the last few years. So it seemed like a more safer choice mm-hmm. yeah. from them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the only, my only thing for it was at least it's not Bohemian Rhapsody. Because <laughs> that would have driven me. That would have been really bad. <laughs> yeah, that would have been really maddening. Um yeah, but it was okay. Like it's fine for me. From this this crop, Roma was my favorite, and it would have been really interesting if one not just like the foreign film thing, but I mean, in this whole like pro and anti Netflix debate, I'm very much pro Netflix. So yeah, I would have been good in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like whatever. I, mean, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't listen to the speech. I just I looked at Julia Roberts. She looked really good. And then I went away because <laughs> I knew I like I, my there was a lag, so I knew Green Book had won. So I was like, "Fuck it." Yeah, yeah. I, from this bunch, I haven't seen Black Lensman, um and Green Book and Roma. So, oh wow! Yeah, the three, those three I, I, I haven't seen. This is the first time I feel overqualified. Yeah. <laughs> the only one I haven't seen is Vice, and I've seen all the other ones. I'm surprised at myself. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, it's, what, it's yeah. But what I mean is like, there's not one 
I mean, obviously I haven't seen Roma, but there's not like one that I say, wow, that's a really awesome movie. I mean, there's a favorite, sure, but yeah. I just feel like this is really meh. And Black Panther, I mean, God forgive me, everyone who loves this movie, but I hated I, this movie. <laughs> I thought it was so bad. I didn't think it was good at all. I agree. Well, I it's I was there was so much like hype when I'd seen it. Yeah. That it didn't live up to the hype. But I as I said, I just rewatched it and it's a solid movie. Like it 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 I don't know, maybe you should like once like move away from the hype and rewatch no, it. Sure, sure. Because because I jolly do think it solved all the characters pretty well. And it's like just like on a storytelling basis mm. i think it it does its job really well once you're removed from even because obviously the cultural impact is there but if you like remove yourself from that and you just watch it as like you know like like the first spider-man movie if you ever watch it it's like yeah. storytelling voice it's like it's a really good film yeah. just like in the storytelling way mm-hmm. so i think it is like that and i did like you know like i would have been it would have been a fun like popular award if it had one but like yeah like it was this year was much stronger than this than than these nominees. yeah 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 that's what i feel okay. and green book yeah again i haven't seen it but it just it sounds pretty average just like an yeah. average yeah it's like a, it's a safe pick yeah from, from the these ones, since i've seen all of the ones uh the most i, I, I keep saying this today but the most playful and shocking would be the favorite yeah yeah and it's also the one with the woman as a producer so i mean it would and it has three female leads and it would have been like a great win all in all for like women as well yeah yeah but i mean i don't necessarily agree with that but yeah i mean i agree with the favorite being good but it's not because there's women in it it's because they did a good job because with the green book you you kind of root for the characters mm-hmm. throughout but there's also this sort of like arrogancy that like like oozes out of this because they're like oh this is such a great movie but we solved racism yeah <laughs> the <laughs> but, thing of the past but yeah, but like I don't know. It's it's a boring pick, I think, out of these ones. I know. I thought for sure something like First Man would have been here. I know. I wish because it's such because it's a good one and it's it's pretty uh, easy to watch. Like it's not it's not like First Reform, people, which I love, but people, people tend to be bored. People yeah. hate First Man though. They hate it. Yeah, yeah, a lot of, a lot With of, yeah. Passion, so really? a lot of, yeah, like, yeah, 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 I've seen, I've seen people, like, super hit First Man, because they find it really boring. Well, it's, what? it's introspective, it's like, it's, I know, it's such a good drama. <laughs> I know, it's, it's in my top three, so I, yeah, but, oh, like, man. yeah. Okay. Any other movies that you wish were here? Mm, into the spider wars yeah that would have been amazing <laughs> yeah i do think so has has an animation been like it has right toy story yes toy story yeah. 3 was there i think up was there too mm-hmm. yeah that would have been amazing 
because that would have been like the best the best picture as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think. Uh, I think like I. I mean, obviously, they didn't go for things like you would never really hear and stuff, which mm-hmm. were really good movies. One movie that is, I feel like it's so up Oscars Valley, and they completely like shut it out was Wildlife. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. That you know? Yeah. yeah. Why so, that that they, that was I think no one watched it maybe. <laughs> it sad, but it was it was so because you know it was like big actors like mm-hmm. family drama mm-hmm. uh, actor directing all of that stuff. Mhm. So so it was it was very much their thing which they didn't do. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's the thing. I think this this award season was weird. Oscars yeah. this year was just weird. <laughs> yeah. Any last thoughts on the ceremony and the winners and everything? This year's Oscars. Nick? Yeah, so I think there were some disappointing and like backwards winners. Mm-hmm. But the, the more, you know, the places where they were progressive and the fun wins of the night were good enough for me to not hate the ceremony. You know? So it was, it was, like, it was, uh, it was, Actually, like I think, towards slightly towards the better side. Mm. In the yeah, well, highs and lows. Yeah, in terms of winning, yeah, ceremony was okay. Nothing to point there. Um, I agree, actually, but I I I didn't hate any of the wins. I, any of the wins, I I lean towards the side of indifference which is worse I think <laughs> I just find most of the nominees kind of boring and disappointing that they went with them um, mm. but again there were some good wins and I value that and in general I thought it was like a positive fun ceremony so yeah it was fine I'm, I'm eager for next year see yeah. if it's better yeah. <laughs> Basically, what about you, Gather? Uh, yeah, I I would agree. I didn't watch the ceremony, but as far as I heard, it was a good decision to go without a host mm-hmm. at all to avoid the problems with previous years. I'm happy they kept all the uh, categories. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, they decided to. Part of me thinks they did it for just to rouse up some attention or whatnot, but like. Maybe not. Um, maybe they were that stupid to leave them out. But uh, like meh, like that's like the thing that with this year, like there are standouts. Like I said, uh, Spider Verse and Coleman. Uh, those were the wins that made me the happiest. Um, it was a okay year, but I feel like there was too much controversy and backlash about a lot of the films that. Uh, even with the backlash still got nominated and and many indie films and and standout cinema experiences were left out because of these big movies um Mm -hmm. big average movies (laughs) yeah average movies like these like but that's like maybe the oscars is becoming like this average award uh Academy Average Awards, uh, like in yeah, a sense that I, mean, I think we are more enjoying those indie films and those A24 types films that uh, have 
better quality of of, of screenplays and characters sometimes, mm-hmm. uh, and they make it worth with less money. And yeah, I appreciate those movies more, and mm-hmm. hopefully next year it will have more. Yeah, yeah, we'll do some campaigning. <laughs> <laughs> Paddington one kind of didn't work, but yeah. <laughs> Okay. okay, so that's it uh, for our main discussion today. Ended up on a bit of a man note, but mm-hmm. I think that's fine. That is how we truly feel, so it's okay. And um, does anyone have any plugs? Get her. Mm-hmm. I haven't listened to a lot of podcasts that I haven't been a part of, I would say. But um, I started to listen to this awesome podcast called Cult Leader, which uh, has small 20 to 40 minute episodes about serial killers and cults. And I listened to the Zodiac Killer and there's this um, uh, single guy, Spencer. uh, I don't know if he's single, but he's like one guy doing the podcast uh, called Spencer. And he is... He has this nice way of, of talking about serial killers. Like he's like, oh, I'm so grossed out right now, but he will tell you the details of it. And it's kind of mm-hmm. like a, a um, more fun way to talk about really horrendous and awful things. So it's a really nice podcast and, and there haven't been many episodes, so you can catch up and then listen to all the crazy stuff that has happened. Okay. I don't really. I don't oh, think. Then that's it for plugs. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have it either. Completely forgot. Um, okay, so once again, uh, my name is Sophia. I blog at returningvideotapes.com and you can find me on Twitter under RVT blog. And I'm Nick, and my blog is being normalmachine.blogspot.com. There's nothing on it. Hopefully, maybe I will post some lists. I still, there's still some movies from 2018 I really want to watch that I haven't watched. So um, once that is done, hopefully there will be lists. And my Twitter is nikat underscore z. Yes, and I'm get that I blog at metalray.com. You can go and watch, uh, watch and read my <laughs> um, uh, Mount Rushmore of four man butts blogathon entry, yes. uh, which is a uh, fun. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at metalray. So all our episodes are free to download and listen to on iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher Radio. So there's plenty of places where you can keep up with our podcast, which is typically um, should be a bi-weekly thing. Yeah, fortnightly mm. thing. By I don't know how you say it. Anyway, every two weeks. So um, and we also have a website. It is called Across Universe. Uh, podcast.wordpress.com all our episodes are there as well and you can follow us on facebook that is facebook.com slash across the universe podcast any of our twitters and give us your feedback on this year's ceremony the winners the losers the movies that you wish were a part of the ceremony and were sadly left out um we always love to hear what you have to say so do that and then join us in I think we're aiming for a week, maybe. 
yeah mm. next yeah. episode we'll try to be timely because we're going to be talking about captain marvel so Woo-hoo. that will be exciting yeah Woo-hoo. yay um until then bye bye, bye. Rain into a paper cup They slither while they pass They slip away across the universe Pools of sorrow, waves of joy Are drifting through my open mind Possessing and caressing me Jai Guru Wish get her a happy thirty birthday. Forgot. Oh, I I I remembered it when we were talking before the recording, and I'm like, no, I should do it at the recording, and then I forgot. <laughs> no, it's good. Nobody needs to know I got older. Please, that's okay. Okay. So you look great. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I do. I've like I've resigned myself. I'm like I'm gonna turn thirty soon. It's just done. I don't care if it's three years to go. I just I'm just like it's gonna happen. It's, it's so- gonna because I know. Because I, I know it's just gonna go really quickly, so I'm just already preparing myself. Oh it's my like, god! Yes. Oh, it's just gonna happen. It's gonna happen. <laughs> and by the time you be thirty, I'll be preparing for thirty-five. So, no, yeah. yeah, it's weird. Like I feel like I should be an adult. I don't know. I know, right? It's so weird. <laughs> yeah, I gotta ask my grandmother. Do you feel like you're eighty-three? <laughs>